Mariachi, the CMO in residence at Addington Technologies and co-founder of PitchLab, which is the weekly pitch competition for the founders so they can get feedback on their business. Zineb, it's great to have you here. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to having this conversation. All right. Well, we had a chat briefly just before we started and we talked a little bit about the basics and the basics is interesting because that I was listening to re relatively recently to Kobe Bryant and he talked about how much time, how many years he spent on refining the basic moves uh, in basketball. And, and I've heard that the same thing that apply to like other things, disciplines, right? Like marketing. Um, but I know that not every, everybody does spend enough time on like, for example, six principles of influence, Cialdini. Uh, and you brought up that point where when the founders, they, they transition from their customer validation point to when they start working on the marketing side, they overlook the basics or they are not really paying enough attention. What were your, some of the things that you found or you've seen so far that happens quite often? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a super interesting stage right there. Um, I've seen that it, 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 most most founders are not as in touch with with their their customers. So I think at that stage, um, most founders are usually behind their their computers. They're at their desks, thinking about you know what's what's the greatest uh, messaging. Um, you know, my product is is does this. It's the best thing in the world. Um, looking at Gartner trends. So, so all this stuff that you can find online, but there's not not a lot of talking to the actual ICP. You know? um, so if and if you do talk to to your ideal customer uh, profile, all that is much easier. You know? your messaging, your everything, uh, even the content that you put out. That I'm sure you know we're going to be talking about uh, yes. later on. Everything you get super inspired. You know, and I think it's that that's what actually delays uh, the, you know, going from customer uh, discovery or customer development to actually building a landing page and then starting to drive some traffic. I think that's that really delays uh, the whole process because you're inside your head. So there's nothing, nothing seems perfect as opposed to when you're actually, it's, it's inspired by what your uh, ICP is saying or what your ICP believes in, etc. Then you have that confidence to just, Put it out there and test it no but when it's mm -hmm. when it's just you behind the computer um of course perfect it does, doesn't exist no mm. but they, they obviously did the founders did some customer validation but they probably didn't do i mean it was product based right it was product focused mostly not the marketing mm. not not the marketing focused yeah and and not specifically in terms of you know um, if, if your copy and I think we had spoken about this, you no, know, your copy use your your customers' words in your in your in your copy. Mm -hmm. um, so if if you're too focused on, of course, the product, but not enough focused on the customer and listening and and just talking, you know, talk to anywhere between. Um, I would recommend a hundred, but some in some cases it's just not possible. No, but just just the idea behind it of talking, talking, talking. Um, without necessarily having that um, that intention to pitch or you know just talking seeing what what resonates what they say what they care about what they don't care about you no know, where the objections are etc all that makes the rest um, much easier 
How do they, how do the founders not overcomplicate the initial marketing thing where, well, we just need to have a basic offer. We just need to create a basic landing page and uh, just do those things well without trying to go into some fancy tactic that was popular, like became popular two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, great. It's, especially when you say tactic, I, I'd like to say growth, uh, growth hacking, no, because they, they tend to at very early stage start thinking, okay, so how can I start uh, growth hacking or, or my favorite one is, is to do um, conversion rates optimization when there's barely any, no, any, <laughs> any conversion any going. Conversion, no? <laughs> um, yeah, but it, to, to answer your question, how, how can they, so you asked me, how can they uh, simplify or how yes. do they, yeah, how do they focus on the basics? How do they focus on the basics? And again, it's there's there's no um, there's no secret to this. If you're customer focused, you're focusing on the basics because at the end of the day, that's you know whatever you develop or whatever you um, you put as your messaging. Um, that that first email, that transactional email, whatever it is, if if it all came from those conversations with the customer. Um, it's you just simplify everything mm -hmm. um, because you know at the end of the day from conversations let's say with customers um, you're not behind your desk thinking you know my product does uh, a b c d e no since you've t spoken to them you know that what's important is a b c and if you only deliver a now they'll be happy so just as an example no it, it gives you that uh, that validation, no, from 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 your market to, to to keep moving, even if even if your offering is is um, you know very simple, like the the cupcake, um, the cupcake example, no, you you first do if if you're gonna end up selling a cake with the filling, etc., your first version is gonna be a cupcake with the filling and the icing, so a full, uh, a complete version. Right, it makes a lot of sense. What about changing the mindset of the founder? So they are a little bit more marketing oriented. You try to do it very hard to do uh, when especially founders have their own opinion already that is formed and they think about immediate return a lot of times or measuring something in, in like a very short period of time. What are some of the things that you could do or you are doing to make them think about marketing in the right way? I think one of the one of the best things there is um, talking to other people. So that's that's one of the best things about being part of a, an incubator, for example. So you're surrounded by um, other entrepreneurs at the same stage, similar stage. You've got these mentors. You're in this network um, that is is there to help you, you know? and just say you know bring out those those red flags and say hey stop you know are you are you building a first landing page with wordpress stop right there no um are you making a first video with um i don't know with adobe premiere let me stop you right <laughs> there no these things <laughs> so i think that that network is super important um at first um we we all have i mean not all founders um have a marketing background for sure 
And if you look at the different types of businesses that are created, we've got, you know, those the two types where you've got uh, the 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 solution and then you're trying to shoehorn the problem into it. So that's one. And then you've got the scratch your own itch uh, type of uh, type of a business. Right. Mm -hmm. So these two situations, for example, they if, if they have the right network, um, they can readjust. No, they can make the necessary adjustments. Right. I yeah, think, yeah that's uh, definitely feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Having that feedback loop, right? <laughs> definitely. Especially, you know, I, we do a lot of work with pitch slap on, on pitches and it's, you know, it's the constant, you know, uh, pitch, uh, get feedback, pitch, get feedback, pitch, get feedback. So, and then those incremental um, improvements uh, will, will eventually take you to something that'll actually resonate no yeah i mean it makes so much sense i mean i found that uh from from, from my experience uh, i've seen that like starting super small and basic and just getting feedback quickly makes a huge difference to the output although the input the strategy the plan could look very impressive which mostly does it mostly does look very good on paper however the output becomes pretty disappointing <laughs> It's uh, like, what is this? Like the, uh, on the other end, when it's all done and been executed, you're like, well, that was quite not, not quite what everybody expected. So how Absolutely. can we get away with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's no, absolutely. That's a... I think you know we both mm. we we both have uh, many stories and and you no, know, we could tell many stories. Yes, let's talk about lead volume, and this is this is an interesting one. I think it applies to not only startups mm -hmm. but mid-sized companies, in, even large companies. The lead volume versus lead quality, where unfortunately, most of the time we like the founders and the marketers, they look at the leads uh, and in a volume sense versus necessarily looking at how many of those are being actively created as an opportunity or talk to, or to at least have even any legitimate interest to buy. Let's talk a little bit about that from, from your perspective. Um, how do you see it? And what are some of the things that uh, could be, could be done to change that perspective? So, um, so yeah, absolutely. I agree with you in the fact that there's a, there's a, there's a big problem here um, nowadays, and well, it's it's been for for many years now. Um, this this mindset, this M MQL mindset, um, for bigger uh, corporate, bigger um, companies, it's also stems from the fact that marketing is actually, um, uh, you know, the, the either the bonuses or um, they're all tied to to this MQL. No, so if they bring in two thousand leads and um, their their cost per lead is you know 50 they're they're super happy but what about down the funnel no how many of those leads have led to demos and how many you no know, in in the case of uh, b2b how many of those leads actually uh, led to real opportunities mm -hmm. and then demo to close rates and then at the end you've got your cost of acquisition so the the cost per lead is is very uh, misleading, so it it makes marketing think that uh, think you know they're doing it well, but if you look at your cost per acquis uh, cost of acquisition, you'll see that you're not actually doing it very well. 
right? So marketing, how does it get, you know, in, in general, the easiest way to get those leads has been, you know, um, uh, gated content, uh, an ebook, um, uh, a report, put your, your email and get the, get the download the, the document or the report for free. And everyone's happy. Yay, we got 2,000 uh, uh, downloads, 2,000 emails. But how many of those are actual opportunities? No, so there's this this change of mindset, and uh, and there's so many talking about this nowadays, and and people not just talking but applying this, and with um, with a lot of success, um, that going it's it's not about it's not about numbers, uh, it's not about volume, it's it's quality. No, um, if if you get five hundred. It's I was okay. just going to say, I was no, just going to say that, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that, uh, how do we get away from it? Because I know some people, uh, what they do, they would, uh, ungate everything, which is not bad, not a bad idea. Um, or they would, uh, start measuring marketing and revenue, which very, very few companies do, but some of them try to do that. Um, maybe there are some other things that you've seen that could be effective to change that mindset. Maybe the company is starting out or they're they are willing to make a change of this old model that doesn't work. Uh, what could they go to? Mm -hmm. Well, there are several things that, that you can do. So on, on one side, uh, you can do some awareness marketing. So that's, you know, and I, I hope that everyone is gonna be doing more of that. Um, so pure, pure just education marketing, just making it easy, educating, um, you know, it's like when you when you think of a landing page. Um, so you get uh, the 100 percent of that traffic that uh, that arrives. Uh, Three percent is ready to uh, to convert. Forty seven percent, if I'm not um, mm -hmm. mistaken, is you know would like to buy but is not ready now. Um, and 50 percent will will not buy, right? Um, that's according to to research. Now, if if you if you um, look at look at all that there there's a there's a slight change of, of of mindset if you if you bring in the intent from the very beginning if you think of intent how can you drive people with intent right mm -hmm. from the very very beginning um i know we've tested um in you know that's with with an outreach campaign we've tested getting audiences um that are actively searching for you know predictive analytics or attribution or or something like that no uh, something similar um, and i'm saying something similar because there are some businesses where you could say so if someone is searching for x that means they're ready for for my product no there's the, you should think of, of how that could apply so you could use bombora you know there's there are tons of of, um, of tools out there and test so if you bring in people with intent that's that's more outbound no but mm -hmm. for inbound uh going back to what i said before the education marketing so if you educate and make it easier for people to learn about your business then when they come they'll be ready so there you go there's there's intent so either way um there's you know the outbound it's more short term and then the other one is is more uh long term but uh they're both they're both connected even if you bring you know you have an outbound uh, strategy where you know your audience has intent um what you can do is once they're on your website make sure it is easy for them to to, to consume your your content watch a three five minute um demo video for free um you know things things like that 
doing basics well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and testing and, and just testing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense where it's also, I think the point where when they do create content, I mean, outbound model for sure, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's a lot quicker <clears> and, and it's definitely needs to be done. But from the content perspective, not creating, I guess, blogs or articles that shouldn't be there that already been talked about that you just do just for the sake of having them on the website. Like, can you, like, how do you make a genuinely helpful thing from the content perspective that is not being done from, based on your conversation with the customers? I, I think that's such a big gap there. Hmm. It, it is, it is. I mean, first of all, it's, it's, um, you know, it's that it's like when you when you're trying to figure out what to do with uh, with you know your own life. You know, you have to look at what you're good at, what you like doing, and what the market is ready to pay for, right? So I think it's the same thing. When you you the inspiration is always your your customer and and um, you know everything around the customer, not just in their job uh, specifically. Uh, to, to specific to the product or service that you're selling, but all around, you know, everything. What's what is a, a day to day um, uh, look like for for your um, for your ideal customer, right? But if you if you then look at, and I think that'll I'm going to talk about the competition after that because then you look at what's out there, what's been said. This is what I want to say, right? Um, mm -hmm what's been said, how has it been said, and what types of engagement has that uh, type of content gotten, right? And that doesn't mean to say that if there's a type of content that's already been posted, I'm not going to post it. No. Maybe it means that you can post it, but differently. No? What's your, your twist? So... Reinvent or innovate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's so exactly. so much smarter find something that already ranks somewhere hopefully and then just <laughs> use that put it at a, at a nicer spin perspective that that makes that makes a lot of sense let's talk about yeah and i'm doing a lot of uh sergey I'm, I'm i'm doing um i've gotten into reddit lately just to sort mm. of see what's what's going on i mean it's it's kind of hard uh, reddit to just uh get into it because they don't let you post as much as uh you know, they stop you. They don't let you post as much as, as LinkedIn, of course, which I mean, I don't understand. But anyways, um, but if you look at the all the, the discussions, you know, the the hot ones, the tr trending ones, etc., you get a sense for what's 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 out there um, on, a, on a different platform that not on LinkedIn. Right. So that's that's super interesting. It makes it makes me it reminds me of doing the when i when i sometimes when i did customer research with a, and if you if i didn't have an ability to talk to a customer which is always the best well one way you could just read reports which are not quite useful because they are so distant from what the customer says but the other one what i found was really helpful is i went to Encora. and on quora uh, there are actual people who you target they already posted about that thing that you're trying to find out and you if you copy paste some of the things that they say, you get a pretty compelling picture of their problems, their beliefs, their fears. Uh, for example, I look at customer success managers and I learned a lot, like, because that's, they are posting about it. And it was pretty effective too. I only spent like two hours and you get a, a reasonably good idea of this, these are the words and use them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think they're the, the biggest challenge. Quora, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of Quora. 
um, always recommended for, well, not even, uh, not just at the at the very beginning, um, you know, for, for all stages of, of marketing, for sure. Um, I think there the, the real challenge is, let's say there's a business in, in Berlin, no, starting out in, in Germany. Um, what do they have, you know, the type of content, the content that we have access to um, is, is mainly from, you know, the US, uh, North America in general. I think it's, it's access to that, you know, to the volume of content. So it can help you for the first, you know, the initial stage, if, especially if you're doing marketing in English, so it can help you with the, the messaging, etc. But then after that, you're going to have to get a bit more, you know, especially if your market is in, in Germany, you're going to have to, be, you know, zero in on, on, uh, on your area. And I think that's a, that's a huge challenge. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great point because it's only uh, in that case, Quora can only get you that far. It will be very like surface level. Then you, you just, uh, it's, it's all German forums for after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if those exist. <laughs> But it's well, true. they might. They might be. You have to find them. No, they. You just have to find them. Yes. What about what about uh, psychological biases that, or behavioral psychology? I mean, um, in terms of mm -hmm. some of the, some of the examples, I thought maybe you could you bring up because I know you you really uh, you like that area. I like that one too. Mm -hmm. Like in terms of mm -hmm. the in terms of some of the practical things that that happen. Um, like potential loss versus potential gain. Uh, what are some of the examples you've seen in, in marketing and some of the traps that exist? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's that's a really uh, that's a you know the prospect theory, and that's that's a really big one uh, that we're more motivated by by the the loss of of uh, by loss than 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 by by a potential gain, no. And and um, especially we can see that in in things like urgency and fear of miss fear of missing out. That's one of the the big ones. Um, you can see, for example, e-commerce. You know, the uh, abandoned carts is a is a is a big one. Um, you know, those those pop-ups where you know a last day or special discount or just to get you um it's, it's your li unlimited um, uh, limited stock for example these kind of things that get you thinking mm, if i don't take advantage of this i'm gonna i'm gonna miss out no um yeah so the, these kind of things and then when it comes to to b to b the you know we we've tested one so mm -hmm. um at addington so what our uh, predictive tool does is it helps you um, zero in on those who are ready to buy, right? So as a, for your sales team or your marketing team um, doing remarketing or your sales team, you know, uh, doing the, the calls or, or nurturing them, you really zero in on those that demonstrate um, readiness to, to, to buy. So that laser focus, it could be pitched to, in two ways. Um, one is because you're laser focused, you're not wasting time. So you're not wasting X number of hours per salesperson. You're not wasting, um, you know, X percent of your marketing budget, right? Or it could be in, in terms of a, of a game. So in terms of the additional revenue, because you're not wasting time on, on the bad, you know, the crappy leads, you're where the actual opportunities are. So you can be the closer that you are 
and close and get more mm -hmm. revenue, right? And marketing the same way. Um, and you know these these two these two ways of, of pitching it is is uh, is pretty interesting. I I always recommend um, companies to actually test it out for themselves. No, if they're doing um, I don't know an outreach campaign, they can test, uh, for example, a, a subject line that's more uh, a gain, and the other one is more of a loss. Um, I always recommend people testing testing these out. Mm. It's, yeah, I think there's uh, a lot of companies that use the gain thing where like, oh, you just save your free time, save money, save everything. Uh, where yeah. it's, it's like, oh, it's, it's like it's so great, but it's so also so generalized, mm -hmm. like save time. Like, what does it mean? Like everything saves time. <laughs> right. <laughs> As opposed to stop wasting 10 hours being specific, no, stop wasting 15 hours a week on this. And you're like, oh, crap. No, am I really wasting that much money? No, a CFO when when a CFO reads, you know, I might be wasting um, two million dollars on on one thing. It catches attention. No, um, it catches uh, their attention much more. Then again, I always recommend people testing, you know, both to see which one uh, resonates more. But yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, you definitely like the audience always sometimes sometimes they do react in a ways that you just don't know, like where like whatever the line that would work the, or pull. Uh, what about let's talk about content yeah. creation. Uh, I think uh, this is a, such an interesting topic. I think you mentioned mentioned it the last time we talked and I think it happens so often where founders or even marketers, they try to focus on a lot of channels, like three channels or four channels without maybe looking at the one that already works or the one that's worth going deeper into. Talk a little bit about that, uh, your experience on spreading yourself a little bit too thin uh, and across the channels versus going deep on one, for example, like LinkedIn, if your audience is there. Hmm. Yeah, this is one of my favorite topics. Um, so when you're, when, you're, when you're starting out and I've, I've made this, this mistake, um, I've made the specific mistake of looking at the competition, for example, and seeing, okay, so the competition is in four channels, let's say, um, we need to be on those four channels. Um, but I did not stop to think, okay, so the competition has been around for how many years? Yeah? Yes. So let's put that all in, in uh, no, in, in context. Um, it's, you know, I, I'm just going to, just going to mention something real quick. Uh, it, it, it's like when when you're looking at so you're you're let's say you're going to launch something. You know you're going to go head on uh, with uh, Salesforce, right? And you're thinking, what copy am I gonna what copy am I going to use in my in my landing page? Now why don't you go back um, and and look at Salesforce first landing page when they first launched? What did they focus on? No and um, and, and that always helps, you know, go back to the initials of Netflix, go back to the, the first <laughs> Apple website mm -hmm. and see how, how, you know, so you, you have to, you have to look at that um, just to, you know, to be able to get, you know, wrap your head around the context. And in terms of channels, it's the same thing. You know? um, you've got others doing one thing, but you know, you think about you and, and where you're at. Uh, what's what's good for you and I and I absolutely agree with you um, the spreading yourself too thin um, I mean you don't do any uh, marketing any channel correctly 
no? Um, because it's, you just don't have the manpower at the beginning, no? And, and nor do you later, not just because you have a bigger budget that you can, um, and you can afford to, that you should, no? It's just, um, it, it's just not efficient. So yeah, absolutely, I recommend, you know, especially at the beginning, two at most, um, but be very clear on which, um, what objective has each channel, no? For example, for, for, um, for Pitch Lab, we started on LinkedIn, no? We started on LinkedIn, uh, my co-founder and I are both on LinkedIn. We are considering Instagram, mm, we're considering either Instagram or YouTube, you know? But that, But that's it. No, at this stage, it, it just doesn't make sense unless we have, uh, you know, we can see it clearly that our audience is also on on Instagram, no? which I'm sure they are. But for now, with the limited uh, resources that we have, um, it's just we stick to we stick to LinkedIn. No, no, absolutely. And and plus, um, if if you're not doing one right, as in thinking about, you know, what type of what type of content do they consume on this on this platform it's 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 not something no one gives you a um, you know how to start on linkedin no you learn it on your own because every business is different every person is different people react to your pro profile differently than they react to mine so everything in the context is completely um different so you you start this learning phase and you can't start this learning phase in four different channels right and um, yeah, absolutely. For for B two B, I absolutely recommend uh, LinkedIn for sure, and uh, and and Instagram and YouTube, of course, depending on 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 the type of uh, the type of business. Sorry for rambling. But... No, that's a great point. I was just listening because I think like the one that really really hit hit home was the one that you said you can't really learn what you need to produce. It's it's like how producing the content that actually connects with the audience versus producing the content to say that you produce something, <laughs> which which happens quite a lot and doesn't really work very well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great point, actually. Yeah, because there's there's a point there's a there's there's production. So you produce you you put stuff out there, and there's one thing that I think most uh, most of us don't do. Um, very well is to actually analyze that content. So it's not just, you know, post and leave. It's come back, think of, you know, if you can use, you know, Shield Analytics or maybe LinkedIn now has some pretty um, solid video analytics. Um, but if you can use something like Shield Analytics, that'll help you understand. And then read the comments. How many, that's where the real engagement, the real stuff is on. The other day I posted something that People were having conversations without me being in them. In them. <laughs> That's awesome. No? So read the comments, see what people are saying and try to understand so you can reverse engineer it. Try to understand what made that post interesting or not interesting. No? And, and also the, 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 the whole volume, um, volume thing. I, I might say that, you know, for, for MQLs, volume is not you know, that mindset, we should, uh, we should kill that mindset. But here in terms of content, I say volume is, is much, um, yeah, I, I highly recommend that. How do you look at uh, creating more content with, with actually creating more volume with limited resources? 
any particular mediums that you i mean I, you, I know you like video too which we'll talk a little bit about but like any uh, any ways that you think we could or the companies could uh make it a little bit quicker versus just like a traditional ways like writing a blog or writing a white paper well there's the quickest one which is you know it doesn't take much editing or or you know formatting or anything it's just uh just a, a plain text post <laughs> you know mm -hmm. that's the the simplest one um it, it's it, i think to, to to answer your question it's 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 once you have the idea then the rest you know how, are you going to put an image or are you going to say it in a video or not that's that's the easy part no it's the what am i going to talk about no and 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 of course it's getting over getting over the what are, is this going to resonate do they care about this no you should get rid of that and, and do these things anyways because time will tell and and that's the that's what the volume is there for but when you're not sure what to write or what to, to post that's where you you get stuck no that's that's true that is actually true i find that uh coming up with ideas for your content sometimes is not not the easiest thing and depending on of course what you want to talk about if you have a specific product then it probably is i mean it's relatively easy to to figure out um, the use cases based on your customer conversations and just create the topic look at the search trends kind of merge the two and like okay prioritize i'm going to put these types of posts and then also you measure the engagement on linkedin for example if you're using that as your platform um, but uh, then you'll see what, what happens, right? Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Um, it's about, it's about putting it, putting that content uh, out there. And in terms of inspiration, you have, you know, you've got the typical ones that everyone talks about, which is, you know, being, being on, on sales calls and, um, um, reading, you know, reviews and mm, pitching yourself going to events online no for now online yeah. um calling calling your customers um trying to get in conversations with people that um you know have not purchased from you to understand why all 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 these all these things and and talking to to people from other departments of your of your icp of other departments trying to, to understand things like i said before and not just related to your product or service no um to see if there's any piece of content that could come up there because at the end of the day what we're trying to do is of course not be salesy no we're not mm -hmm. trying to be a, you know like a, a pitching uh, robot um we're trying to bring value until that person is actually convinced and ready to buy no so we're trying to just be there no educating educating but it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to keep educating on that specific subject. No, it could be anything else that they care about. Um, and there, you, you know, there are tons of blogs and, and, and people, you know, experts out there saying, you know, do this, do this, do that. I like to look at specific examples. No, I like to dig in with the, the specific company and see that situation. What do they sell? which geography do they sell in what language um you know look at all that context before we start looking at you know what types of content to to post no 
context, right? Context makes such a big difference mm -hmm. versus uh, mm -hmm. you, uh, you Google how to create content. Everybody's got an opinion like, oh, you should always do, oh, absolutely do this and this and this. And, and yeah. the reality mm -hmm. is it's a lot of it is not even close. It doesn't even matter to you, right? I know, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, who would have said, for example, uh, we were on, a, I was on a, a demo the other day and, you know, just realized one very important thing about, about the whole product during that demo. And it was just, you know, it just blew my mind and it, it changed the way we did things after that. And I decided to write about it. No. So that's not something that would, I would have found um, on, a, on a blog post of, of some other person's, you know, great, they're great ideas. I'm not saying that they're, you know, I'm not saying that they're, they're crap and you shouldn't read that stuff. I'm just saying that if you're in touch with, with your ICP and you're constantly out there having conversations with, with people around, um, around that, the, the, the ICP and, and the, you know, the, the players in the industry, et cetera, you're not going to get bored. You're not going to, you're not going to get bored and you're not going to feel uninspired. No, you're always going to have something to talk about. What about video content? What's some of the, I mean, we all see uh, videos are more people start create them. And uh, some of them are finally pulling out their phones and start creating them in a mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, slightly crappier quality. And they realize that they actually work as well. Just the ones that you paid $10,000 for. Uh, but <laughs> in terms of maybe some of the suggestions that you'd have for, for startups or for, for mid-sized companies in terms of using video content, what should they start doing or consider doing something that maybe they're not thinking about at the moment yeah um especially when they're starting out to just sort of get over that that fear if if that exists not fear of being on camera and and and, and one of the best ways to to get over that is to you know do the first video and watch yourself no <laughs> that's that's one of the best things no um you know um our our pitching show we send them their their recording the next day and you know part of their what they're signed up for is they have to watch themselves again no um and that's that's a super that's a big uh, learning um, experience no so just do your first one i've done it with with many clients um that are a bit reticent and they're you know they're not comfortable with video and do you think i should be the the voice and do you know uh, at the end of the day it's it's human to human no even on linkedin we're not just doing you know business to business it's a human that's actually building a relationship with another human and then deciding that this is a fit you know um you you've you've sold me on that so when they're they're trying to decide you know not sure i don't know about this i i just say hey why don't we do exactly sergey what we're doing right now is jump on a zoom call we'll record it i'll do you know we'll talk about something specific no i'll do a quick edit put some subtitles on it and see there you go there's your first one no you talked about something related to your your industry or how you feel or no to your your experience etc and that's the first one i'm not saying it's going to be you know it's going to get 10,000 views or 200 likes that's not what i'm saying you just have to get over that um at first no 
just started. Uh, and then I think for yeah, and then I think for the the rest of you know the other stages, um, I think just just not forgetting to incorporate video and um, in in all of your marketing efforts. Um, you know, founders. One I loved this this one this one email, um, a welcoming e welcome email with a, a founder recorded a very short video of himself saying, hey, it didn't have to be personalized in the sense that in the video he said, hey, mm. Zeynep, no, but he just said, hey, um, told me a bit about their their story and why, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and I was like, wow, so that stuck with me, no? So don't don't be afraid to use that. And, and video, video, even in your advertising, I highly recommend testing it. Um, I have seen in some cases um, images uh, perform better than than video, but that's very case specific again. But I still recommend um, testing testing video. And in terms of you know overall content strategy for 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 LinkedIn, let's say, mm -hmm. once you do a long video, and see what comes out of there, you know the Gary V pillar strategy, and and see if you could just get like little snippets here and there because. At the end of the day, you don't want all your videos to be 10 minutes on LinkedIn at first, no? Short and sweet. <laughs> yes, yes. Unless um, there's unless there's like some yeah. sort of a crazy valuable tutorial, which is unlikely. Of course. No, no, of course. And and much later, you know, when you have a very solid audience that they're, you know, they're, I think they're like waiting for that notification, you know, like waiting for you to post. Sure, you know, um, a longer form is, is, is great, but at the very beginning when I still don't know you that much or still haven't connected, we still haven't built that, that relationship, then short and sweet and on point to catch my attention, keep that attention. And, and yeah. What about any uh, books that you'd recommend or maybe resources you'd recommend for people to uh, learn to be better marketers, to think in the right way. Um, and that could be as simple as, well, just go and post more. <laughs> go ahead and post more. Definitely. So I'm going to take that one. Definitely go and post more. Uh, put yourself out there. Um, you know, I consume a, a lot of content. If I had to choose, you know, a, a podcast, um, I, I would uh, definitely recommend, you know, subscribing to Everyone Hates Marketers. Um, I think you're subscribed to that one too. Yes. Yeah, that's right? a great one. Yeah. I, I I did interview Louis. He's he's such a he's such a character and great show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's great. Bonjour, bonjour. I, I love yeah. that. <laughs> oh, that's the signature <laughs> signature greeting. Yeah, and um and and definitely on on positioning. Um, now I can't remember the name of the book. Right? April Dunford's. Um, oh, it was the book, right? Absolutely yeah, awesome, absolutely right? Awesome. There you go. Thank you so much. I, I think it's one of those, you know, you know, I read loads of books and there are a few that just stick. No, mm. um, love the positioning. Uh, I think I, I discovered positioning because, you know, she, she mentions that positioning as it's taught in school, um, you know, it's just, it's just nice. It's a nice little statement, no, that everyone's been taught if you've, uh, if you've learned uh, marketing, but no one teaches you how to actually do it. No, deliberately. Um, so that was that was pretty. Yeah. It's super valuable, though. Like I think position is so underestimated because we look at it as boards, but it's uh, it's way more than that. 
when you uh like you reach out and and you say well would you like to be uh, a guest on a podcast instantly people have an idea versus you you would say oh would you like to do an interview they have a completely different set of expectations and those are just two different words and they probably mean the same thing but the implications mm -hmm. of the response rate uh, or the type of conversations that will follow up are massively different um, and it, it's unreal like and this is just a simple example versus if you apply that to the product or service that is crazy especially when when you talk to the founders or you talk to startups i actually spoke with a couple last week and they're diving into this massively technically complicated rent i'm like guys can we just explain to me like i'm a five-year-old like i need that level yeah <laughs> absolutely because you can't you can't help them you can't help them because you don't understand what they do <laughs> yeah you should send, next time send them to pitch slab <laughs> i will yes that, yeah. that's probably what no, we should no. do yeah detechnify detechnify the 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 message no the detechnify is that what it's, it's yeah i think you could English? say that no this this technify or whatever uh, no detechnify yeah detechnify um, de right yeah mm. absolutely if, if you go to if you go back to basics and and say so what it is that you actually do forget the you know forget the seamless forget the state of the art forget the AI, AI, forget the machine learning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I've been there, I'm laughing, but I've been there. You know, I, I definitely learned the, the hard way. And I think when I started to, to make the shift is, you know, when I, I learned that, you know, you just talk like you, uh, write like you talk, you know? Um, and, and I think there's this great, it's, it's, what I've seen in, you know, going from corporate to, you know, then B2B, I've seen that the, the bigger the company, um, of course, the, the older the, the employees are um, in general, no, the, the, the more anchored that mindset is on, on the more formal ways of doing things than before. No, hmm. so this whole right like you talk doesn't sit well because it's like, but how am I going to talk like a right like I'm talking to a friend? But I I just try to always remind them that it's, it's not that you're disrespectful. You're not like yo 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 what's up? No. Yeah. You're you're granted you talk like a normal person, no, and you're respectful, in that sense, so that people can understand you. <laughs> um, I think it's uh, it, it was super interesting. It's true. Yes, it's so hard to change to make that shift wh where the company is pushes their messaging like busy professionals today do acts <laughs> like, like talking in third person. Like, what is this? Like, how does that? Like, <laughs> who are they talking to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I've, also, I've been there. I've been there, and I, I was just gonna say like it's also like trying to be like real or honest with yourself of what is important, what is valuable to versus thinking that it is valuable or trying to deceive yourself thinking that it's valuable because there's this offer, there's this great offer that is being created that the creators would never use. And they're like, oh yeah, let's go send it. But deep inside, they know it's not great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the deep inside, I think this this ties back to what we were saying at the very beginning, um, which is you know that that lag between uh, customer development and the landing page, where 
because you're not in touch with with the outside world you're gonna get that feeling of i know it's not good but i'm gonna send it anyways because i've been at it for three days but when when you're doing that lean in a in a lean way whereas you have a first version second version boom i'm gonna pitch it to a couple people and see what what happens you know come back make some changes pitch it again come back it's not, you know, the, the, the way that innovation, you know, used to be done or product development used to be done before. It's, you know, companies just behind closed doors, six months, and then launch the product. You know? um, I think we're still doing that this way with, the, with, our, with our messaging, you know, um, or, or our sales, you know, sales copy or uh, in your example, too. Yes. Zinov, any uh, final messages to the audience? Any advice uh, that you'd like to give them? Anyone who is trying to do uh, better, push better content, be a better content creator or better marketer? Anything we have missed from this conversation? Mm, I'll think about anything that we have missed, but I'd like to, to say this one again, <laughs> is that um, just post more, post more. Um, I can't say this enough. Um, I wish I was posting more. Just post more. It's really the only way you're going to know if um, how things, you know, what actually resonates, what doesn't resonate, and um, and and look at the the analytics that that, that you have. You know, um, I'm not saying in terms of you know a attribution because these are things that are you know you you can't there you know attribution is very difficult. Um, or non-existent in this case, but look at your analytics, look at the the comments. And when you do um, search on LinkedIn, for example, find other people that have the same audience as you, you know? connect with those people, see what they're talking about. Um, and you can use tools, you know, there are tools available to connect, you know, uh, with, uh, with people that have liked other posts, for example, they're, um, so, so yeah, definitely, I would say go ahead, post more, post more, post, post more. Mm. That's a great advice. It's simple, but like we, I think it was a theme of this show, of <laughs> this interview, back to the basics. <laughs> but that's very valuable. Yeah. <laughs> Zinov, pleasure, pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for giving your thoughts on all of this. And uh, that was great chatting with you. No, thank you, Sergey. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And um, I hope, you know, it was valuable for, for your audience. And yeah, thanks again. And, and we'll link all, all that. We'll link uh, your LinkedIn profile in the show notes and pitch slap, obviously. And so it all will be in the show notes. So uh, you guys can go ahead and check it out because uh, um, you've got amazing posts, which uh, I'm following. So if you are in marketing that you should follow, go see now. She's doing great. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,